0: Before we dive into this episode, I have an exciting offer for you. You know that my passion is simplifying formulation for all hairstylists. Right now, my best-selling masterclass, Hair Color Formulation Simplified, is on sale for only $47. To get yours now, simply go to my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com forward slash simple. A complete color management system designed by colorists for colorists, helping salons to eliminate waste, ensure consistent color and pricing, track inventory, and maximize profit. To learn more about Vish, simply text in all capitals, VISH" with no space, G-E-T-V-I-S-H to the number 44222 for more information. Hello and welcome back. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about the things that as professional hairstylists, we can tend to start to take for granted, myself included. So right now, the climate is, everybody's anxious about the coronavirus. Salons are being closed in other countries as well as in the United States. I know where my former salon is located. It's now my daughter's salon. The governor has asked all salons in Montgomery County to please close because we have a high concentration of cases of the virus. So it's it's a very uncertain time in business and in life in general. And uh, there's all this mass Hysteria around, you know going to the store and buying things and and being isolated and quarantined and it's it's really scary but it's also I can't help but point out that it's also a little bit of a wake-up call you know when you think about the amount of germs that we are in contact with every day and the things that we take for granted for instance in your hair salon When is the last time that you took a Lysol wipe or some bleach and a rag and wiped down the handle to each of the doors in your space? I know for me, that's not something I think about on a regular basis. So I've been in many salons myself, visiting, teaching, uh, having my hair done, having some sort of experience, and the brush that comes out of the drawer has more hair than a locks of love donation in it from prior guests. So are your combs spotlessly clean? Do you ever wipe down your shears with barbicide, disinfect your shears, disinfect your capes, your combs, your brushes? Uh, I think that we all kind of get into this habit where, you know, we're so comfortable in our own space that we don't think about all these things, we have a guess that, you know, she's kind of the brunt of a lot of jokes because she's a major germaphobe. And I can't help but think about her right now and think about how long her regrowth probably is because she's, I would imagine, terrified to leave her house. This is, you know, her worst nightmare come true. She has um, an immune issue. So she's, you know, afraid to be around crowds and she calls the salon every visit to ask if anybody's sick or has been coughing. And of course, every time she comes in, you know, all the staff is healthy, but we can't control if a client comes in and is coughing. And that's a whole other conversation. We all have clients who show up less than well to their appointments. And it really is selfish when you think about it. I know they want their hair done and they look at, oh, you know, I'm homesick. So I don't have to be at work, but I still need my hair done. Let me go get my hair done. And then as soon as I get home, I'll get into bed. And they're not realizing they're infecting, you know, an entire staff at a salon taking down that business for a week of productivity because they really need it to have their hair done. So I just think that it's going to make people think twice. You know, it's, it's kind of a known thing that those public, big Deer Park water gallon jugs The people don't ever take that um, gallon off and clean really well inside. And a lot of mold builds up in there. So I kind of avoid them. I avoid um, uh, water fountains in public places where people get their mouth way too close to there. Think about going to a restaurant that has a salad bar or a buffet. I mean, there's a million different examples of how we kind of take our health for granted and just don't even think about what we are exposing ourselves to and the way that people are reacting to this virus and being told, you know, limit your exposure to big crowds. A lot of big events are being canceled. I've been in this industry for 33 years. I've been teaching at hair shows for seven years And I have never experienced a show being canceled ever. And we've already had the New York Care Show was canceled in March. There was a Nashville event from Behind the Chair that was canceled. I see independent educators that I'm friendly with are canceling their events. I am slated to teach for the first time at the Chicago show. And I was really, really excited to be doing that. It's something that's been a bucket list item since i've become a hairstylist and especially even more so since i've become an educator that has been high on my list of achievements to be invited to teach at that show so my flight is booked um you know i have my whole presentation ready i'm more than excited to be there but it's not looking good um i've been in touch with the show and they're saying hold tight you know i was getting ready to Place some paid ads on Facebook to have a nice full classroom because Chicago is not close to me and I don't really have um, a loyal following there. So I wanted to make sure that I have seats in chairs, but they said, hold off and we'll let you know more by Tuesday. So it's really a scary, uncertain time. And nobody hates to have their plans canceled more than myself. I'm like a little brat when I can't do what I want to do. I'm a very unhappy person, but I also think that if people continue to ignore the advice and the, um, you know, ability to stay home when you can stay home and just really listen to what they're trying to do to try to keep this from spreading even further. Um, my son was supposed to go to Italy for the first time. So he's beyond, disappoint it and then he also had a big concert in Miami that's canceled. So the, the um, effect on people's incomes is so huge that I can't even put it into words. I can only imagine the airline industry, the hotel industry, our beauty industry, the restaurant industry, everyone is being affected. But rather than you know run around and say the sky is falling, the sky is falling, Let's take this opportunity to be aware of, you know, being a little bit more clean and using better um, systems in the salon to protect our clients from exposing each other to any kind of virus. You know, just every cold and flu season, we should behave a little bit differently. Think about how many fingers in the salon touch the front desk computer think about how many fingers touch the money. I mean, we don't really deal with a lot of cash anymore, but people touching people's credit cards to swipe them through the machine, people touching the phone to return a phone call or to make a confirmation call. So these are all the things that we do every single day and don't realize that we're sharing our you know, germs on our fingers. And people really as a whole are not good hand washers. You know, there's a lot of memes and jokes right now about hand washing, but you really are. I think the advice is at least the entire happy birthday song. Um, So, you know, how many times you just put your hands under the water and, you know, kind of do a really quick thing and then you reach for a paper towel in a paper towel holder that you're pushing down the lever with your now clean hands and you're touching a germy paper towel holder. So I used to joke and make fun of my sister-in-law who's a nurse because she would use her elbow to turn the water on. She would use um, a paper towel She would get the paper towel with her elbow and then use a paper towel to push the soap dispenser. And then she would hold on with that paper towel and use it for the door to leave the restroom. So I looked at her and thought that she was crazy. But I think if all of us were more aware of those things, we would all be a lot less sick. Uh, There was a study years ago. There was a mall that was very close to my home when I lived in PA, the King of Prussia Mall. And they said that there was more fecal content on the handle of the main entrance of the mall, um, that, you know, it could kill an entire city. It was so, so bad. The, the, the amount of people that go to the bathroom and don't wash their hands. So it's really kind of gross. And this is really just a wake up call, you know? And I also think it's a wake up call for community to make people stay in their home and only have their cell phone and their computer, which a lot of more, a lot more people are going to be on the computer. God only knows what's going to happen with our connections. But to really miss the in-person human contact, that I think we've all chosen a lifestyle where we stay home and we'd rather shoot a quick text to a friend than meet them for coffee or meet them for lunch. But now that we're told that we can't, I can almost guarantee you feel like you want to, you know, you're feeling isolated and you're like, Oh, I just want to go to lunch with a friend or it's just going to be just her and I, we're not going to be around a big group of people, but again, you're touching the table, the chairs, the handle to the door, um, you know, the credit card that the other person's touching your credit card. And and there's this whole trail of possibilities of getting sick. So take this time to reassess, you know, how clean, Is your working area, how clean are your brushes? How clean, when's the last time you threw your cutting cape in the wash? When's the last time you wiped down the sink where everybody's neck goes with something more than just a dry towel? And just up your game, you know, use this time to really regroup, Uh, reach out and get some new education, use this time at home to, of course... Selfish plug, all of my education is virtual. So you can take any one of my classes right now from wherever you are, from the convenience of your home or your computer or your iPad. So don't sit and ruminate of what you're missing and have a pity party. Take this time to just clean out a closet, clean out your drawer at the salon, you know, make a virtual lookbook, grab an iPad and Go through the most popular pictures the clients ask for on Pinterest and make an album on an iPad so that the next time an unsure guest lands in your chair, instead of spending 40 minutes trying to figure out what he or she wants, have that virtual lookbook ready and use this downtime to just be better. When you know better, you do better, and let's all be better so that when all of this madness ends we're in a much better place in our business and we can look back on this and say, remember when. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.